escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Tonight's Speaker of Parliament declares 2024 budget has not been approved as it contradicts Finance Minister and the majority side, creating huge uncertainty over the 2024 budget with government desperate to secure approval. But as we sit today, what you have is that he believes that the eyes have it. And that's what I'm taking out from here. The budget statement and economic policy is still before the House. We're live in Parliament tonight where the 2024 budget still hangs in a balance. This is Top Story with Evans Mensah. And Top Story is always brought to you by Vodafone. It was just yesterday when the Finance Minister Ken Oforiata altered these following words. I mean, you know, usually everything is an opinion in a sense if you want to define it as such. Um, and so there's a challenge, there's a walkout, the speaker has come back, he's adjourning it till tomorrow. Um, maybe to hear that application, but as we sit today, what you have is that he believes that the eyes have it, and that's what I'm taking out from here. No, I'm a, yeah, I'm going to the consensus fund because the eyes have it. No, I haven't really made a declaration of that. Yeah. So thank you very much indeed. But the eyes have it. And we have a budget for the country. Thank you. Thank you. Well, it turns out 24 hours on that they really do not have a budget. The Speaker of Parliament, Alban Babwin, has declared that the 2024 budget has not yet been approved. And it's still before the House for consideration. As you may recall, confusion rocked Parliament yesterday where the majority walked out on the budget approval process following a challenge filed by the minority uh, during a voice vote to approve the statement. We'll hear from the Speaker shortly, but first listen to the minority leader, uh, Dr. Keik Selatifosin, demanding that the Speaker rule on the matter following comments by the Finance Minister, which I just played to you earlier. Contrary to what we have here, that the voice vote was accordingly challenged, of which, Mr. Speaker, you upheld the challenge and called for a head count. The information out there, led by the minister responsible for finance, is that the budget has been approved. Mr. Speaker, this matter is grave, and there is the need for us to set the record straight. Mr. Speaker, this is particularly important because a budget statement is an important document of state. Ghanaians have the impression that the budget has been approved. Whilst we here knows that the budget has not been approved. So, Speaker, as we speak, the budget has not been approved by the Parliament of Ghana. And it's important for the people of Ghana to be made aware of. So, Speaker, I called on the majority leader to correct the records 
and to urge the minister responsible for finance to desist from the comment. Mr. Speaker, I also urge you to set the record straight because there is a lot of confusion out there. There is a lot of confusion out there, out there because impressions have been created that the budget has been approved. Whilst we in this house know for sure that the budget is hanging. So, Speaker, we are waiting on you. Thank you. Let me take you to Parliament now. I want to bring in Parliamentary Correspondent Kweku Asante Kweku. Before we even come to the uh, my the Speaker's pronouncement on this, I'm, I'm curious about what I was watching on television today. The entire Parliament appeared very empty. Is it because the majority side didn't come on, the minority side? Well, what really happened here? Well, Evans, if you came to Parliament today, the scenes were that of a half full house. In fact, if you look at the minority benches, Almost all NDC MPs were there because their expectation was that we were going to take another vote on the 2024 budget and their insistence that they are going to reject it. On the other side of the majority, there were literally empty stands with the exception of the front bench where the majority leader himself, his deputy Alexander Fenyomakin, the chief whip Frank Anodompre and his deputy Habib Idrisu. Only four of them were in the chamber. At some point, I saw KTM went around but he never came to the floor to do business. Only these four leaders on the majority side were there. And our understanding is clear that the majority did not see anything to come to the floor to do. And they had literally decided that they were boycotting proceedings, but their leadership was going to be there to take care of urgent business, just in case the minority wanted to spring any surprise that would destabilize government's plan. So for them, this is a done deal, it, and it was done yesterday, as you heard the finance minister uh, say. Yes, but it appears they are, beat, they are backtracking that uh, on that uh, a little bit. The majority leader was on the floor to respond to the, the, the concerns of the minority leader, and he now did not outrightly say that the budget has been passed, but he sought to make a distinction to say that there has been an initial voice vote which has been approved by the House, Although that has been challenged, what is outstanding is the headcount to be, to be taken and that it will be inappropriate to generally say that the budget has not been approved. Listen to him before the speaker made his ruling. By whatever event that the minority leader is relating to when he says to us that the budget is hanging. Mr. Speaker, Mr. Speaker, the page 12 that captures the votes and proceedings. The 12, item 8. The last right honorable speaker resumed the chair, question put, and in the opinion of the chair, motion agreed to. The motion was for the approval of the budget statement and economic policy of government. So your own votes and proceedings indicate to you that the question was put, and in the opinion of the speaker, who was in the chair, the motion was agreed to. The speaker, the speaker, the subsequent to that, we are told that the, the head count was sought by the deputy minority leader. 
that request is the one that is hanging, not the the motion, not the decision. Yes. Speaker, Speaker, people should understand. What is here? What is here is that the question was put and agreed to, and that is what the Speaker, the Speaker declared. That's the determination of the Speaker. Subsequently, subsequently, a question, a request was made by the Deputy Leader. That request has not been sufficiently addressed. And so that request, it is, that is hanging, if you understand what is happening. When we stepped out, we did not misinform the public. We related to the truth as happened in this house. We related to the truth as happened in this house. Mr. Speaker, so we have not misinformed the public. What we spoke to is captured right here in the voice and proceedings. That the question on whether or not the motion for the approval of the budget statement and economic policy should be done by this house was done and the eyes had it. Mr. Speaker, that is what is here. And nobody, nobody here has challenged that, that the question was put, and in the period of the chair, the motion was agreed to. The speaker, as I've said, subsequently, subsequently, a head count was sought by the deputy minority leader. The speaker, it is that head count, that application, that is still not dispensed with. That head count has not been dispensed with. It should not be confused under any circumstances. Anybody who knows parliamentary practice, it should not be confused under any circumstances that the speaker has not said that the eyes have it. Mr. Speaker, Mr. Speaker, and then when you say that the eyes have it and people are making issue about it, Mr. Speaker, the eyes have it is a term of art in any parliament. And it's a tragedy for people who don't even appreciate this. It's a tragedy on the part of people who don't even appreciate it. How, how did the speaker rule on this? After the speaker listened to both leaders, he was categorical that, in fact, if you look at the other paper, the motion had still been lifted. And as far as he's concerned, as far as parliament is concerned, the 2024 budget has not been approved by the House and directed that the business committee reschedules that decision to next week for parliament to take a vote. And I direct that the business committee should reschedule the issue for next week for us to finally take a decision on the budget. The budget statement and economic policy of the government for the year 2024 is still before the house. And so the business committee will reschedule it for next week. For it's before the house. It's not hanging. Nobody has hanged it on any tree or any pole. Or it's still before the house.
it's not it's not a matter that speakers should be seen or heard debating in public because it's still before the house and the final decision will be taken most likely next week we have as noted by all of you done a lot of work on the review of the standing orders and that one too we'll do all we can to place it before you next week so quickly there we have it as the speaker says it's, it's still before the house despite what we've just had there we had some minority members who were who, who were demanding for a vote Hello, Kweku. Okay, we may have lost him there. I will try and get him back because I understand from the the happenings today, uh, there were a significant number of uh, minority MPs who were pushing uh, for a vote on this matter today. As you may know, uh, they managed to get a, a significant number of their members uh, onto the floor today and they were ready for a showdown. Uh, Kweku? Yes, the Speaker of Parliament did not listen to that concern of theirs, but Ahmed Ibrahim was clear that Parliament must be seen to be working, and that the majority side, if they were minded not to come to the floor to do business, they were ready and willing to take the vote immediately. This is the book of rules and procedure. Everything is clear here. So, Mr. Speaker, we came today to take a decision on the budget. Today, too, they've run away to take a decision. Mr. Speaker, looking at the numbers here, even though you have indicated that the business committee should settle it for its decision to be taken next week. Speaker, we have barely three or four weeks to go on recess. Speaker, I think once it has been programmed and the members are here, the leader of the house is here, Speaker, we have the numbers to go ahead. <laughs> We have the numbers to go ahead and we are ready to help them. Speaker, time is not on our side. As I speak to you, Speaker, if you listen to the minority leader rendition yesterday, Ghana, we are in crisis. Speaker, we are in a street. And you can't be in a street and be joking. We must assist, Speaker, for us to address the issue. So, Mr. Speaker, Mr. Speaker, Clearly speaking, Mr. Speaker, clearly speaking, Mr. Speaker, as leadership of the House, we must account for our numbers to come and do business in the House. Mr. Speaker, we have time, we've been voted for, and we're voted for to come and do business on behalf of Ghanaians. And that is why we have come. Mr. Speaker, today is today, and the decision must be taken. You want the decision to be taken, the decision is on the other table, other people, and it must be taken today. We are ready for the decision today. And the decision has been taken now, 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 now. Uh, Kweku, so what happened after this demand? Well, the Speaker of Parliament did not listen to that. He said that he has made a directive as far as he's concerned. This vote is expected to happen next week. And in fact, it may not even be Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday. Uh, the information we are taking is that at a pre-sitting meeting, the agreement was that this vote is held on the 7th which will be around Thursday next week, which is going to add a lot of salt to the injury of the finance ministry. Who need this appropriation? Who did this statement to be passed? So that the committees in parliament can start working on the various estimates, which will ultimately lead 
to the passage of the Appropriation Act before or on the 22nd of December when MPs would scheduled to go on Christmas break. So that has been the scene in the House. It's been a, 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 a parliament today of two tails, the majority completely not coming into the floor to prosecute the business that had been scheduled for today, except their leadership, who came, of course, to guard and protect their interests. And, the and on that point... clearly on, there in their numbers, uh, seeking to do business and vote, but the speaker saying, no, let's do so next week. And, Kuku, on that point about the uh, my the majority leadership being on the floor, and there's just a few of them, uh, just about three of them, and that became an issue in itself, because uh, Kwame the Agboja, who obviously is the minority chief whip was was very clear that the speaker should go ahead as a form of a sanction for their for their decision not to come and work on behalf of the people that they represent he wanted the house to do normal business uh in the absence of the minority mr speaker the world is watching us if they have an issue why they decided not to come to work they have to say mr speaker i still don't feel comfortable that the business statement as read by the majority on the, by, uh, uh, on behalf of the majority by the deputy whip should be adopted, Mr. Speaker, so that we can send a signal that there was something wrong with the sitting today, Mr. Speaker. I wish we can actually defer the adoption of today's business statement until Monday, when we see more of co uh, our colleagues on the other side. Because they are not here, and the majority leader has failed to tell us that, oh, today too, we are boycotting, we have decided that only the two of us, we are, we are here. Mr. Speaker, when we were closing yesterday, we thought, we thought we were coming here this morning to continue with what is captured under uh, uh, Isaiah 10, the motion. So, Mr. Speaker, they can decide that the passage of the budget, for the first time, we have to decide. a government has decided don't approve my budget until next week Thursday. There's the government, which is broke, which is looking for everything they can find, who is begging everybody in the world, is begging the minority. Don't come and approve our budget until next week Thursday. Mr. Speaker, today is not a normal day. It's historic. Today is a historic day. I'm not aware of any government that has actually asked that this budget should not be approved. When people are ready to approve the budget, so, Mr. Speaker, the least we can do is to defer the decision to adopt the, the, the business of next week to next week. So, we find a little bit more of them. As we were speaking, the, the, the deputy quick just came in. There are just three in parliament today. The world would like to know how come only three of you from the new patriotic party are in parliament today? Out of 138, Mr. Speaker, Today is not a normal day. And Mr. Speaker, I'm pleading with you, defer the adoption of, I know we don't vote on it, defer the adoption of today, next week business until Monday. We want to see more of them in the chamber before we take that decision, Mr. Speaker. It is very, very important. We can never pretend, pretend that, in fact, even on our side, the numbers are depleted. Out of, out of frustration from the other side, colleagues are even leaving the chamber. So Mr. Speaker, we cannot pretend that today is a normal day. And Kweku, as we've just heard there, uh, we have obviously uh, seen that this has now been extended extended to next next week. Yes, Evans. Um, when it comes to the business statement, the Speaker of Parliament implored on Kwame Abuja to tone down on his demand and that this business statement is really crucial for Parliament business planning for next week. And so as for the business statement, it has been adopted despite the, the consent expressed by the 
by the minority chief whip, they wanted the public and the Ghanaian public generally to see that NDP and peace were not on the floor today. The Speaker of Parliament said, well, Parliament's um, 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 events are being live on Facebook and YouTube, and the Ghanaian public will see which of their representatives was or were in the House today to do business on their behalf. And so it is not important necessarily to hold on business because the majority MPs failed to show up. He says if some side of the House decides not to come to Parliament, public, parliament, public business in the House will not wait for them. They will almost always continue to do the business they can do with the numbers they have. And once they have been able to form quorum, the business has to progress. So okay. when it comes to this appeal from the chief whip on the minority side, it was not listened to. The business statement was adopted. And next week, that is what will guide the House in doing business. Okay, I want to bring in uh, Professor Godfrey Bokwing, uh, who is, of course, an economist uh, who joins us right now uh, with the University of Ghana Business School. Uh, and, and Prof, this budget, how significant is it? There's a sense you hear in Parliament that this is so critical, both to our, our ability to access the $600 million uh, you know, second release from the IMF, and that any delay in getting this approved can have devastating consequences for our economy. The reason why the finance minister was very eager yesterday, announcing to the world that it has been approved. Is it that significant? Well, good evening. Good evening to our church listeners. Yeah, well, in terms of um, what is needed for Ghana to get the next branch of the IMF-supported uh, inflows, the $600 million has nothing to do with the 2024 budget. No, because it is very clear from the IMF document, supported program document, what Ghana needed to do in order to uh, assess the next 600 million. The 2024 budget is still one of what is outstanding, what is standing in the way of Ghana, it has to do with the agreement from the official creditor committee. It's not even the total uh, external debt we are looking at here. We are looking at the, uh, the external bilateral. So we needed agreement from there for the IMF board to consider Ghana's first review. For which reason we could, uh, for that reason, we could get the 600 million. It has nothing to do with the 2024 budget. That said, I believe that Parliament should look at the 2024 budget comprehensively in the best interest of Ghana and then do what is needful. But it should not be. It, it, it cannot because it's actually not in the document that it's a precondition. And therefore, the two are separate. What is needed for Ghana to get the next 600 million has more to do with our external bilateral negotiations with the official creditor committee. It's not even with the external commercial when it comes to eurobonds. It has to do with the external bilateral, the official creditor committee, co-chaired by China and France. That is where the issue is right now. But there were some key IMF. I guess, inspired measures that had been put in this budget. And we know in the past when there's the huge debate and controversy around it, by the way, when it was approved or not, it, it, it then had impact on the confidence that, you know, this country needed to do business and to grow further. Isn't this why this is so such an important point, that it doesn't become a, a, a hot political subject that then further, you know, creates economic challenges and a time of great sensitivity? Yes, within the overall scheme of uh, consolidating the gains that we have made, it is important that the budget is considered objectively, analyzed, and then approved. That, that, that is consistent with our expectations, but it is not tied to getting the next 600 million uh, inflows from the IMF. 
we have said, look, when the IMF came to town, uh, they, they considered the first review, which has to do with Ghana's progress after the end of June 2023. And then they also look at it prospectively with respect to the September end uh, targets. These were all these were targets prior to the presentation of the 2024 budget to Parliament. And therefore, whatever that are, whatever measures that are contained in the 2024 budget will be assessed subsequently. So therefore, overall, we expect that government business will not be held back. But even to say that is what is standing in our way from getting the 600 million is not entirely true. Thank yeah, you very much, Prof. Grateful uh, that you could join us. Uh, MP for Tamale Central, uh, Ibrahim Mutala Mohammed, former trade, Deputy Trade Minister, uh, joins us right now on the line, of course, on the minority side. Thank you very much, for your time here on Top Story. Uh, Thank you, in, in, in effect, you got what you wanted today. Uh, you, you were insistent yesterday that the budget has not been approved. The Speaker agrees with you. So this, you, you live to fight another day, in a sense, next week. Um, but the minority, the majority will bring their numbers. Many suggest that if you look at the numbers, this is still an exercise in futility. Well, Ivan, our position is not just about numbers and as to whether the budget has been approved or not. We are paid by the people of this country to work. And therefore, we need to be in Parliament to discharge that responsibility. Unfortunately, what we witnessed today was a betrayal even to the majority caucus. You have your members who you directed not to come to parliament, yet you came to parliament. It speaks volumes. Because I thought that if the directive was that they shouldn't come to parliament, the leadership wouldn't come to parliament. And that was the reason why some of us were of the opinion that we didn't need to pass the business statement. Because assuming the minority also asked our members not to come, then there wouldn't have been any business to discharge by parliament next week. So they directed their members not to come, yet they wanted to use our numbers to have business of government done next week. And I think that it doesn't agar well for our democracy. On the matter of whether the budget statement was approved or not, I guess it's been settled. And the minority leader couldn't even argue otherwise. So one thing I just want them to know, the posture doesn't agar well for the interests of this country and also the government. Because mind you, passing the financial statement itself is not what is critical. What is critical is the appropriation. Now, if you go with that posture, that as far as you are concerned as the Minister for Finance, the budget was passed, what is critical is the appropriation, without which government cannot expand. So I think that the minority leadership should, uh, the majority leadership should think twice. But yesterday, after the incident, I engaged two senior colleagues from the NPP side, and they expressed absolute disgust about the action because they felt that as members of parliament, they could have even prevailed upon the speaker to suspend sitting so that the leadership of both sides will go into plenary and I will go into the speaker's office at least to find an amicable solution to the problem. Mind you, this is not the first time the MPP has worked on their budget. This is the second time they have done that. As a political science student, when I was reading about political engagement, even under the Fourth Republic, working out was associated largely to opposition parties. It is only under this administration 
that the government or party in power has staged more workout even than the opposition. And I don't think that it gets well for our democracy. Thank you, Ramutala Mohammed. That's the MP for Tamale Central there. Uh, what's your own take on this? The budget still hangs in the balance, and we wait next week. There will be another attempt by the majority side and the finance minister to have it approved. Send us your WhatsApp, 55 Oh, yeah.